Arian Simone brings you. Oh, 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 oh my God. Straight off the number one and best selling book, book. It's the Fearless Faith and Hustle Podcast with Arian Simone. Guess what? Our 10-year anniversary is coming up in 2020, and in celebration of it, we are having our Fearless Week, September 14th through 20th, 2020, in Atlanta, Georgia. Be sure to check out the link and get your tickets on Eventbrite. You do not want to miss this. We have something for the children, for the teens, for the college students, for the men, for the women, for everybody, for your family. We have seven days of full-fledged events for this celebration. You want to be involved. You may want to be a speaker. You may want to be a vendor. So be sure to contact us and we would love to have you as a participant. This is going to be an amazing time that you do not want to miss out on. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of our Fearless Podcast. Today, one of our guests is a girlfriend of mine. She's been on the podcast before, and I'm so happy to have her back. Siobhan, are you there? I am here, and I'm glad to be here. Hello. (laughs) Wonderful. Um, This is season three is an entrepreneurship series, and I had to have you because there's so much about your journey that I wanted you to share with the audience, especially since you shared it prior to. Just to like give those who are new listeners an opportunity mm-hmm. to get to know you, just let them know about what your business is, how things started, and we're going to walk through your journey. I want from beginning to end because your story to me is just very unique and inspiring. Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, I'm Siobhan Riggins. I am the founder of Curl Kalan Hair, and Curl Kalan Hair is the world's first um, hair protective styling company that specializes in crochet braid method curl. Um, so we ship curls all individual curls all over the world for lip women who are looking to achieve effortless protective styling that lasts up to six to eight weeks and makes them feel confident from the moment they walk out their door um, with no worries on um, feeling as if they are not adequate enough and feeling confident and, and stepping into the world and displaying their best self. So this all started for me um, in 2014. And in 2014, as a professional uh, digital marketer, I found myself um, as a mom of six, spending many hours behind a laptop um, doing work for other clients. And at that point, I was a natural hair wearer for like 14 years. So, so you started um, this before you were wearing your hair natural before the trends hit. <laughs> yes. Yes. Listen, talking about when we didn't have no YouTubes, nothing, um, when we were just trying to figure it out and using different products. And I even had a, um, a, a blog and that I was blogging. It was called Hair Heritage Love. So it was all about embracing your natural hair and trying to figure out how to wear it at its optimum um, with what we had. So I was doing reviews and all type of different things on Heritage Love and um, sharing what I was learning with other women who was natural at that time, too. So, um, yeah, so the natural hair uh, journey led me into that. And then here we are uh, 14 years later working for clients, building websites and um, doing SEO and graphics for them and all type of things with social media um, under this digital marketing company found my hair like, okay, 
are you you didn't forgot about me like what you gonna do with me so wait, wait let me backtrack for a second you were working a nine to five for someone else were you an entrepreneur at this digital marketing company yes it was my own digital company i had my own well i started as a professional freelance and so if we want to go back we can go yes because i'm like yeah. did you always want to be an entrepreneur is this something you always knew that you'd be doing or this happened because of resource and need and like you mentioned your mother is six so you're like wait a minute i can't have yep. my income right now i got to figure this out see yeah so for me entrepreneurship started in 2003 um i made because i did have many kids and i'm like i want to be able to be at home with my kids and be able to do what i love to do and enjoy to do so at that time i was doing some school i had finished up some school almost had my two-year degree however my first entrepreneurship journey was um, jewelry design. I have my own jewelry company. I was handcrafting wire work jewelry. So I was um, making jewelry with wire with stones and different um, uh, gems. So I was handcrafting jewelry. It's called one of one jewelry design. And um, that was my first entrepreneurship journey. And that was in 2003, four. And um, it led me uh, into knowing that like, you know what? I, I can kind of do this thing. Like I can kind of do this entrepreneurship thing. And I'm like, I'm about to build out this, this jewelry company. So I went to the steps of having it like, you know, people knowing me and I'm selling them jewelry or even gifting jewelry to people I know. And I said, you know what? I need a website for this thing. Um, so therefore I can not just sell it to people I know, right. I can sell it to the world. And um, so I pushed forward and creating my own website. And as I did that, um, I learned a lot just by self doing it and uh, created my website. So people but then were able to start buying Jerry from my website. I had a lady who, um, she still follows me on Instagram today. Her name is Tina Zucker. She contacted me and um, she asked me, she said, who did your website? At the time, I'm like, you know, I did my website and, you know, something that I kind of, you know, jumped out on a lamb and did because I know that I needed it. She was like, oh, and she was like, well, can you create a website for me? And at first I'm like, oh, I don't make websites. Like, that's not what I do. That's not my thing. But I, I stopped myself and I said, you know what? I can do you a website. I'll make you a website. I made my very first website for Tina Zucker for 60 bucks. <laughs> for 60 And this is bucks. why you're running the jewelry company. Oh my God. It, exactly exactly i said you know what why would i turn down the opportunity to do something that i i've done now where did the really 60 bucks do come from only reason why i'm asking you that is because mm -hmm. at that time websites were like ten thousand dollars like in 2003 yeah getting the websites for cheap they were not popular as popular then they were always in the thousands then well, let me say this. I, 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 I jumped out and did it. So what she asked me for, she asked me for a website blog. So she wanted a website that what talked about her and her life and as her as a mother, right? So I figured that, that she patronized me as uh, one of my jury um, clients, right? Where I made some jury for her. And I'm like, you know, I'll do your website for 60. I, you know what? Honestly, I don't even know where $60 came from, but I knew... <laughs> That was a number that I put out there, and that was a number that made sense for me to throw her up a, a, a website and a blog and what she needed. And um, at that time, I was very excited just by me saying yes and taking on that opportunity. And um, so we kind of deliberated on what she wanted. She gave me the vision of what she wanted. I took that vision and I made that vision a reality. And when I tell you, when we're talking about purpose, 
that is the moment that I got the goosebumps and, and felt like what I was doing was purpose, purposeful. This woman was so super excited mm. about being able to share her own life and journey with the world. And that made me feel all some type of ways of joy, excitement, like to the point where it was like most tears. Like I had literally had goosebumps and I'm like, this, I, this is something here. This is something. So I therefore then put myself on a platform. Oh gosh. It's, well, it's describe it. What was it like? What was the platform like? Like a square? Well, you can. No, 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 no. It was a platform um, to where you can, um, Put yourself out there. And put oh, people can hire freelancers. People can yes. hire creators. Yes, and I know this well, and it's just like right now. And you're right, because the one that was popular then, the, they, they did change the name. And I can't remember what the old name or the current name was, but I do remember that website existing where a lot of freelancers were on there. And I remember now, I think it may be Upwork or something. Anywho. It I is Upwork now. You're exactly yes. right. But it wasn't Upwork before. It wasn't. Um, so, but yes, the previous Upwork in name, I got myself from there, created me a profile and put up the work that I did for my website and hers. And so I found myself um, starting at the low end. Like I was doing stuff for like $100, you know, $150. So I started on the low end and began to build my portfolio and building websites, logos, graphics, and all of those things. So that's where that started. So that purpose, once I had that purposeful light that that lit up in me, I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna go over here and I'm gonna put myself out here in this way. So I would say by 2005, um, I had way, made way more money than I made by making jewelry. I was like, okay, you know what, jewelry, you're done. I, I, you, you did me well. <laughs> you know, I, I, learned, I learned a lot about just running a, a, like a, a business that turned into like a hobby, into kind of like a, a, a sort of business, right? But here we are now I'm in the service business of serving people, their visions to reality. And, um, and with that, it led me um, into doing a lot of a lot of work, a lot of freelance work. So I was a professional, like freelance digital artist, web designer, um, and you know, in the digital marketing space. So um, I worked with a lot of different companies. Um, I worked with a lot of people that were um, motivational speakers. Um, and then I got to the point where I started working with women that was in the hair industry. And my first um, client, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the brand, it's called Hot Kinky Hair. Um, I uh, built their entire brand from the top to bottom as far as their logo, their design, you know, their website, you know, um, graphics for them. And um, it was just, I was just elated in being able to see people's vision turn into reality. And then I met Courtney Adelai um, of The Main Choice through social media. Um, and she contacted me, um, to get inquire about getting her uh, a website done for a company that she was working on. It was kind of a secret then. Uh, we, I didn't know what the name of the company <laughs> kind of was and kind of what I would be doing. Um, and then, um, she, she hired me and she brought me on. Right. And, you built her first website. I built the brand. I built the main choice brand. And I, I built the website. I did their logo, their logo they still use today. Um, I that is did. so funny because these for the for the audience so that this is in like complete perspective. We're talking about companies from incubations to now eight figures. So Absolutely. they need yes, they need to understand um, basically the resource that you are, the vessel that you are to what is being birthed right now. So I had to just pause so that 
for those who didn't know the main choice, they, they had a moment to be like, well, wait a minute, what's, what just happened? So mm-hmm. yeah, I had to just mm-hmm. to get some light to that, but go ahead. Yes, yes, yes. The main choice, which now, as you said, is an eight, a, a eight figure company and um, she's doing, she's, she's paved a lot of way for us knowing that we can um, in this, uh, in this hair industry. And um, I, I learned so much working with Courtney. Um, not only did I just learn so much about me growing in the digital space, but I learned so much of that I can. I got so much motivation and inspiration through uh, working with her because the reality is Courtney would say, this is what I need. And it was certain things I didn't know how to do. And that's just the honest to God truth. It was certain things that I needed that, that I didn't know how to do. But guess what I never said? I never said no. I always said yes, and I hit the pavement running, and I figured it out, and it worked, <laughs> and it and it worked. Um, and I found myself again. Here I am behind a laptop, hours on hours on hours. The last thing I'm thinking about is my hair, right? So here I am building, building, building. My hair is, is starting to be a mess. So I I then came across the uh, the crochet braid method. Um, I seen a few women on YouTube doing like the crochet braids where they were doing the just corn rolls and, uh, going to the beauty supply store and getting the long packs of braid hair and just putting that on their corn rolls in that crochet braid method. And I'm like, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. So I start wearing my hair in these big old Afro crochet braid styles. And, um, it was serving the purpose for me. Uh, when I was ready to hop out the door, when I needed to get off that computer and go to the grocery store and get some groceries for my family or run um, to get some shopping done or run to a meeting, I was ready to go. And I felt so confident that my hair was in order and it looked like it was, you know, in place that, <laughs> <laughs> that it built my confidence and I, and it really felt good. Um, so then at that point, you know, I found myself rocking these styles, sharing them on social media. People are like, you know, what is that you rocking? And I'm, you know, tagging. This is, this is crochet braids. Um, and then I end up um, running across, uh, just being in that, that whole, like, hair community, a young woman who I end up going into business with. And however, it didn't work out. We end up not going into further business with. But, we, but at that time, came up with an idea of starting a company that would be um, uh, based on crochet braids because you, it, with crochet braids, the thing is it takes hours. It took hours and hours and hours to complete the process from beginning to end. And I tell you when it was, it was taking like six to eight hours to do. So mind you, that ended up taking away from me working. I'm oh, like, wait a minute. <laughs> okay. So, um, I, I started, my wheels really started to turn like, huh, is, is God trying to tell me something? Like, is this the next thing I should really be putting myself into? I'm seeing the response I'm getting from people. This product is not available. So I got to a point to where I was really intrigued and pushing forward. So I start cooking hair in my kitchen on my stove. Cooking hair uh, in your cooking, kitchen? Yes. So I was taking that long braid hair that I was rocking, putting it on rollers throwing in the hot pot of boiling water and cooking that hair, which shortened the process um, to not be so long because before I was dipping my head in hot water, a cups of hot water <laughs> to achieve this curly, beautiful, natural looking curly style with this synthetic hair using the crochet braid method. So here I am at home cooking in my kitchen, these curls, you know, and I'm just testing and testing. My kid's like, oh, you know, mom, you know, what's for dinner? You know, as I'm in the kitchen, I'm like, curls, that's what mom's cooking. <laughs> <Curls>. <laughs> <laughs> Found myself in the kitchen 
moment in moment, you know, cooking curls and I'm trying to figure out this process. So I had an aha moment. I said, you know what? This needs to be a product. And once I had that aha moment, when I tell you I hit the pavement running uh, with a passion, with a fierce passion. And that's the thing I believe in entrepreneurship. It's a feeling too. It's a feeling that you have that lets you know that, huh, I have something here. And that's what drives your faith. Like your faith. I know I can. I know I can. And when I tell you my faith was at an optimum, um, I didn't stop. I ended up cutting client contracts. Um, I ended up investing time into building out this um, entire brand. And it took me a matter of six months at conception to launching Curl Collide. So, you know, I was, I was heads down. I was literally heads down running. And then uh, unfortunately my partnership didn't work out because I, you know, I'm, I'm moving 10 times at the speed because this is my background. Like I know what I need to do. So when you talk about building a logo, building a website, building a, the packaging, building the, building a brand and actually becoming the voice of the brand, there's a passion there. And for me have had built, you know, brands previously and um, in the process of building Curl Kalan. In this partnership that I was in, I found myself, in a sense, moving at the speed that I know, you know, in the space that I know, in the lane that I know, this digital marketing space and almost kind of like, almost didn't create any room for my partner. And that's one thing about a partnership. I feel like that I've learned that's very important is that you want to know what the other person can do and can't do. You want to have some black and white in order. So therefore there is some objective set, you know, aligning with the, with, with that person and what they can do. And unfortunately like those things weren't in place. So, um, uh, I almost felt like, you know, kind of was dragging along and, you know, I ended up having a warehouse. Um, well, I ended up having a storage unit, which is our first warehouse uh, located <laughs> not, <laughs> not too far from my house because I, I, when I tell you I was working diligently to find what was necessary for me to bring this vision to reality. Now I have this in my hand. I have my own vision and that I'm bringing to reality, not someone else's, but now I have this and this passion behind it. I just moved full speed ahead. And um, again, you know, a a partnership is like a marriage, you know, you have to know the strengths and weaknesses of each person and therefore, so you can make the adjustments um, that needs to be made so you can bring this thing to life. And unfortunately that didn't happen. So here I am building um, Curl Kalan, um, going back and forth to this storage unit and making way to uh, secure my manufacturing, which happened and um, launch Curl Kalan at that time in May, 2015 on Mother's Day. And when May 2015 Mother's Day came, Curl Kalan launched. And that was six months later from my conception of saying, aha, I have something here. So um, it was definitely, uh, it's, it's funny because it's almost a blur that I moved so fast. I'm telling you, when I was, my mind was in that passion space, I was there and God was with me and I had faith and it was nothing nobody can tell me, even to the point where I'm like, I'm, I'm willing to lose everything. <laughs> because oh. I know I have something. And I, when I tell you, I start cutting contracts and my money start getting low, you know. But um, that's the thing I think. We, we, that's I, that I, unwavering I, faith, honey. That's, amen. That, it is. That is that unwavering faith. Amen. Like, well, I'm going to stand on what I know. Yes. Um, two things. One, you were very interested in solving a problem. So many people just want to go into business. But the reason why great businesses work is because they're solving a great problem for a profit. Absolutely. Yeah, um, it happens on that back end. Yes, that is definitely one thing. Now, 
You launched Mother's Day. What year was this again? 2015. You launched Mother's Day 2015. You guys, so mind you, this is just four years ago. To me, this is still very recent. Mm -hmm. When that happened, oh, did it just, you, you just launched and all of a sudden there's a million in sales. You just launched and there's $20 in sales. <laughs> On launch well, day. Yes. Well, I definitely, due to my background, you know, to the, to the market, to digital marketing, I created a blueprint. Um, I created excitement around Carol Kalan um, through social media and um, I built the email list and, and, and with those um, things that I did and I also built a referral system at, during our launch for people to tell other people. So I definitely had a strategy around um, building the excitement up until launch. Um, I literally invested a thousand dollars into starting Curl Kalan. The Curl Kalan made ten thousand dollars in 30 days wait all you put After in there lunch, was a thousand dollars a thousand dollars i kid you not i took every i took everything that i learned as far as building a brand and launching a brand and what we know we know that's the biggest part your marketing budget mm -hmm. and you building out if you don't have money for that <laughs> you're going to be on pause or you're going to have to get those things in order. But I have those skills and had those skills to do it. And that's why I was able to be able to push Curl Kaline from within six months and, and launch and building out a strategy to do so with little money, with a thousand bucks. And when I tell you it was pure faith, absolutely. We launched Curl Kaline on Mother's Day. Um, we had a fail though, let me tell you. And it's not, and, and I'm, I'm not telling this journey, but let's not forget entrepreneurship comes with fails after fails, but it's all about your consistency and persistence. Because if you, if you allow one fail to get you down, then you, your perspective is off about being an entrepreneur and building a business. Um, you won't continue to go. So you have to fail up and fail fast. Um, get to the next get to the yes so um in in doing that um that we had a a payment system that was uh connected to paypal so the first i mean not excuse me connected to our web website that was not paypal um the first three days of our sales we had to refund everybody because what? the payment system yes the payment system on there um had some issues with um with not working and then not having the application all the way done. And I was like, Oh my goodness. So this is the first that, three days, the first three days of launch. Yes. Oh so, Jesus. So yeah, right. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, you know, okay, here we are. We've got to refund all of these people. But then, um, I got, I, I got with PayPal. Um, well, the beauty PayPal. of that for the listeners is the demand is still there. Absolutely. So Absolutely. when you see that a demand is there, you don't give up in the midst of an obstacle. You still have buying customers. Exactly. Well, sales are still coming through. Mm -hmm. Sales are still coming through. So, um, you know, uh, it was great to see Curl Kalai, you know, become green in, in, a, in, in two days. You know, it was great to see that. Now, how um, and that is this email list so the listeners understand? Yeah. So I, I started the email list. Um, I would say maybe four, uh, five months previous. Um, and I did that through a strategy and using Instagram. So by the time we launched, we had an email list of maybe like 5,000 subscribers. 
And with that email list, we were, you know, sending them emails out, building excitement and also pushing through social media. Um, what's coming, coming soon, you know, um, and also having them sign up to, to um, be the first to know, right? So people were truly excited. It didn't exist. People were burning themselves doing the process of rolling and dipping their hair and putting it in cups of hot water. I've seen stories with steam burns. I've seen stories at salons where people oh. were doing it and they were burning their clients, but everybody wanted to achieve this natural looking style. Mind you, this is when the, the, like the boom of natural hair uh, movement was there. This is when like Carol's daughter had like came out with a, a, a launch um, of their natural hair product line. So here we are in this phase of um, natural hair beauty. And um, so people were really excited um, on how much Curl Kalan looked and felt like natural hair. So um, we were able to capture that excitement as well. That is just amazing. Yeah. I think it's amazing. So we're going to keep going through this journey because what's unique, just to fast forward for a second, but what's unique that the, um, the listeners definitely need to know is that you have had an acquisition. And that's really why I wanted you, of course, back to get to this point. So walk us through how long you were doing this and when you got acquired. You don't have to give exact numbers or anything, but like in what range and what that looks like. Because so often, I can even say for minorities and African-Americans just speaking, they need to know what an acquisition looks like. I even remember um, my girlfriend, Nicole Kane, and she'll be on the podcast soon. And she okay. was saying, oh my gosh, Erin, I have nobody to really talk to about my acquisition right now. Who do I call to ask them? What does this look like? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I said, that is so key. That is so important. Yeah. Um, yeah. I basically spoke at her event. So definitely get us to the point where, of course, Curl is just growing, growing, growing. You guys have all this success. And then here we are. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's funny because um, when I did Elevate Her, me and Nicole sat in the back and we were just, you know, elating with each other in that conversation because the reality of it is I didn't have anybody but my attorney. And that's who she had as well, mm -hmm. you know, um, because in that space, you know, she had the other side. But, you know, she needed to understand like I needed to understand what all of this stuff looked like, you know, because here's our baby like that we're parting with in a sense and letting go. But however, um, you know, so here I am running Curl Kalan um, as the CEO and founder, uh, created a great team around that. Uh, we built great success. We traveled the U.S. and doing pop-up shops and salons um, in New York and Dallas. And, um, and uh, where else did we go? It was New York, Dallas, and I want to say Florida. And, uh, and people are truly excited. Um, we bring in um, a, a Curl ambassador um, who was chopping up the curls and doing really nice taper cuts and um, pixie cuts. And women really fell in love with that, which is now still our most popular seller in reference to what people buy um, from our curls to achieve the style they look to achieve. So here we are booming. Um, I would say a year and a half later when we at 2000 and right before 2017, the Asians began to dupe curl Kalan products. And, um, and, and if we know anything, we know that the Asians are dominant when it comes to the synthetic hair market. Mm -hmm. um, and mass production, you're not lying. <laughs> and, and super mass production, okay? Oh, yeah. So um, when they got the gist of it, um, they began super mass producing um, curl Kalan like products. Um, I mean, even down to calling it like curl 
curl mag, you know, put the name Ooh, curl. I would've been 38 it. hat, but you good, girl. Listen, you good. listen, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So I got customers um, sending us pictures of them writing out signs. We carry curl Kalan, like the name curl Kalan. Um, uh, taking all of my pictures of my customers, even pictures of me putting it online, um, saying that they carry. Did you ever have on. to file suit? Listen, I had to hire a proper uh, an um, um, intellectual property an IP attorney. An IP I, attorney. Yeah. Well, not attorney. I hired a company that goes that online. That yeah. Gotcha. Yep. And so I did that. Found a lot of success with that. Um, and people and, need to know that resource exists because when we're making things like you hear all these stories, you know, we're bootstrap girls. So yes. you're making these things from ground up. You know, you want to make sure that, you know, your trademarks, your copyrights, whatever the legal protection is that you need for whatever is your birthing, those absolutely. things need to be in place because and in a situation like this, you need to be able to defend yourself. Go ahead. Absolutely. And it's nothing that I wouldn't have been, that I would have been able to do if I did not have a trademark. If I did not have a trademark for Curl Kalan, there was nothing an IP company could do. <laughs> so it's definitely important that you have that in order and you have that in line. And to be specific, to give to, to help anybody out there, the company that I hire is called Red Points. Red Points came in and they give you a whole back end to be able to see what all is online, what they're doing, and they show you what they shutting down. So um, definitely make sure your uh, trademark and if you can patent, make sure that's in order. So therefore you can protect your brand, especially in this hair space, because they are after it like, uh, like crazy. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, found myself there um, and being able to kind of shift attention off of that as I, as I had the uh, IP uh, protection company going ahead and doing those things um, and continue to build out the brand. Um, and we, you know, launched new colors, uh, and you know, just, we, we just had a lot of fun. Um, but at the same time, I felt, uh, I felt Curl Kalan finding its way in the market due to competition coming in. And, um, it, 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 it started to get as me as the founder and CEO running the head of my company, it, it began to get a lot for me. Here we are. Now I have this seven figure company on my hands, right? that I'm running in a sense solo. And one of the things I learned that's really important that you have to have in place is mentorship. Yes. Even having consult where you can have, um, be consulted, right? Have, have consultants come in to help you figure out how to, um, how to leverage some of the things that you have completed and done and kind of get those things in order, even get certain people in place in order. And that was a big lesson that I learned in building my first huge company um, and, and, and going through that. So I found myself going through almost like a, the beginnings of burnout and um, where I'm like, okay, it's a lot. And mind you, you know, I have a lot at home. I'm a mom of six. And, um, and, I, and then I also have this, um, this great aspiration to be a voice for women who are looking to have businesses and build businesses within purpose and turning and finding that passion to, um, to make that into profit because I know how strong and significant that was in my story that built my passion where I was able to use my skills and build a seven-figure business. So I had that looming in me over too, and I felt like God was tugging me there in that space. So, um, I got to a space to where I was like, okay, um, curl Kalan is kind of steady and it's doing this thing, but I felt like it's kind of like my energy wasn't too much there. And I'm like, you know what? 
um, I'm going to start looking to see if there's opportunities where I can have people come in and kind of maybe invest, right? So, um, and kind of help me build this out and see what that looks like, build it further out and see what that looks like. So um, one day I'm at Curl Kalan and I'm actually in the warehouse um, and it's about six, five or six of us in there, you know, working in the warehouse. I'm in the back of the warehouse and um, the guy uh, who uh, runs the warehouse, and imagine I have been there for like three years. So I have a great relationship with them still do. Curl Kalan's still there to this day. He brings another gentleman with him to the front because he's giving him a tour. And um, so uh, the customer service manager who's up at front says, Siobhan, um, someone is here, uh, wants to talk to you, want, he wants to see you. Um, and I said, okay, so I come up front. So I see this, I see this um, tall gentleman standing there with, I mean, tall, he like six, six, right? <laughs> <laughs> standing there uh, with, with the guy who runs it. And um, he's like, um, uh, hi, he's like, oh, I see you're here. He's like, I see this company here. He's like, I, this is my first time kind of knowing about your company. He's like, my name, my name is Tyler. And um, uh uh, can you tell me a little bit about your company? So I go into explaining to him about, you know, Curl Kalan and kind of a little bit of the story and, you know, uh, how we kind of operate there in that space. And I go and show him a box of the curls and he, he finagles with the box and he pulls the tab off and boom, all the curls fly up in the air, like literally in his face and they all hit the floor. And he was like, whoa, he was like, I literally wasn't expecting that. So here we are all picking up curls off the floor. Um, and as I'm, I'm continuing talking about uh, these individual curls and, you know, explaining to him like uh, how, you know, kind of how they're used uh, with using the crochet braid method. So um, long, long, kind of long story short to that, he was like, I would love to sit down and talk with you um, more about your company or whatnot and um, kind of where you want to take this and kind of what you're doing or whatnot. So maybe two weeks later, I had a meeting with him and we talked about um, Curl Kalan and I was expressing him to kind of some of the things I was just saying and the story, more so the full length story and kind of where I'm at and what I'm experiencing. And he said, well, are you considering selling? I said, well, I will be considering looking at a sale option. And um, that started the conversation. To give reference, this is how many years in? This is in 2000, uh, this is two and a half years. Two and a half years in. Yes. So this is like late 2017? Yes. Or 2018? This is, where are we at? This is, no, I'm sorry. Let this me is 2018. Clear. This is 2018 because yeah. my final, yeah, 28, this was a summer. This was the summer of 2018. So let me be clear. This is what, three let's say three and a half years, right? Yeah. Um, this is, yes. So uh, here we are that summer and we started the conversation and he was like, you know what? I mean, literally like they came in and started to help me look at how to kind of restructure some of the things that I was doing operational. And, and this was how, this wasn't even with the agreement. And I just feel like it was, it was so, it was like, it was alignment. It was like, so it was because the, the relief that I began to feel and the kindness that they, you know, that they offered or whatnot and, and being able to, uh, to be able to see something before we even have signed anything um, and how I could better do what I was doing at that time was a blessing. So um, we built a relationship from there and uh, we, we began to have meetings and conversations around selling Curl Kalan. Uh, we would sign some initial paperwork. Um, they were able to go in and kind of look at all of the background of Curl Kalan, kind of our financial number, you know, 
financial numbers, our uh, expenses, you know, all the things that matter to mm-hmm. uh, the operations of um, Curl Kalan. And uh, we then sat down and had a meeting uh, about kind of what those numbers look like. I had my attorney come in. Uh, my attorney came in and, and then that's kind of where I, I learned more about kind of how acquisition works. Either it's an asset sale, uh, asset sale or it's a um, full sale uh, mm-hmm. of the company. So, um, yeah, and that was, a, that was from July 2018 to December 2018. December 2018, we uh, sold Curl Kalan. I sold Curl Kalan um, to True Glory Brands. Um, and I'm not sure if anybody knows what True Glory is, but True Glory is one of the largest um, uh, virgin hair companies uh, here in Atlanta. That is beautiful. Huge congratulations. Thank you um, so one, for sticking it out and just having the faith to keep going. And I wanted them to hear that, you know, you guys had the discussion July, close the deal December. People need to hear or have a reference of what all of this looks like. Yeah, um, it wasn't easy. <laughs> and so often, oh, that we know. And so often, unfortunately, in our community, people try to look like, oh, did you sell out? No, I leveled up. <laughs> what you Hello? mean? Listen. Like, no, people build companies every day and sell them. It puts you in position to go do something else. Exactly. Um, so people definitely need to get over, I guess we'll say, um, this cultural myth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, and you know what, too? The reality of it is, is that um, I wanted Curl Kalan to live on. I, I wouldn't yes. have sold Curl Kalan if, you know what I'm saying? If that wasn't, if God, I feel like if it, if it wasn't God sent, did that happen? You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. Because I, I really wanted to see Curl Kalan to continue to evolve. And here we are. I'm super excited. What we're doing with Curl Kalan, we're um, we're having. So you still a, have a role in the company. Let them know that. Oh yes, absolutely. I still work closely in the marketing side with Curl Kalan because, of course, that's my background. Um, I saw Curl Kalan, and uh, I, I work closely as we are building out a new Walmart um, collaboration, and also watch launching the new um, Effortless Curl wigs. Um, in which I was excited to to um, see that come to life. That's that up my good. alley. I have to check that out. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I I've been natural way before it was like on trend. Um, the reason why is because relaxers were just, t- it was it was too harsh on my hair. I mean, I got to LA in 03 and I remember Maisha Oliver just rubbing my hair and it, I mean, it was just shedding on the floor. Mm. And I have beautiful thick hair. So mm. I was like, what just took place? So it was mostly mm. out of necessity. I had to yes. give up all the chemicals and just say, hey, we got to figure something out. But That's yeah, right. I definitely wear a protective style any day. My hair yes. is bladed up right now because it's almost to my butt. Yes. So, yes, when you said effortless wigs, I said, oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, I definitely have to get you one. So I'm excited. We got three different ones coming out. So it'll be more coming out around that um, as we look forward to this launch next month. So and that was something that I was working on since 2017, you know. So um, I'm super excited that uh, we are doing that and providing women with more uh, protective styling and more um, um, giving them more of their time back. Um, to feel confident and go and execute in the world to, the, to, the, to their fullest. Um, so, so, yeah, and then I also had, you know, it provided the way for me to uh, create She Every Day, which is shaping happy entrepreneurs every day, which is a business haven for women um, to move in purpose plus with passion um, and it's turned it to profit. So that's something I'm kind of, you know, and still curating and in a process of uh, putting some content more into around. So, um, yeah, definitely didn't sell out. <laughs> Definitely not at all. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, and, and also excited to be able to leverage um, myself and helping women build their brands um, with, mar- with, with a clear beautiful. marketing strategy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I'm in heaven. This is all my kind of talk. Yes, um, ma'am. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you for just sharing your wisdom, your resources, oh. giving names and numbers, and just, just giving light and um, education into what opportunity looks like. Yes. I just want to thank you so much. Um, we have stuff we're going to be working on soon. I'm about to reach out to you right after. Okay. <laughs> yes, you already know. Right after. I'm here for you. Thank um, you so much. I love everything that you're doing too. And I'm so, I'm like, you know, I've been following you for a while. So I Aww. thank you at the same time because you are part of, and, and when, they t- when, 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 when you hear people say, only have on your feed what's going to feed you. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. I, I promise you, I'm very deliberate with that. And you are someone that I've been following for a while. And um, I truly appreciate what you put out and what you deliver um, and how you touch people through what you do. Um, being fearless is definitely necessary because there are so many things that's going on in our life that will, that can trap us with fear and have us complacent and comfortable and not moving far and beyond into doing purposeful things. So I appreciate you and um, I thank you and um, you are so welcome. Oh, thank you. Well, you guys stay tuned until next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Fearless Faith and Hustle podcast with Arian Simone. Subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review.